0: I'm Kimberly Weykamp, your host, conversion copywriter, and marketing strategist. Today, we're going to be doing a little bit of a different episode. It's a, a new format we're going to be doing called Ask Me Anything. It's a chance for you to ask me your top questions about marketing, your business, and building your dream. So today, I'm going to be addressing some of the top questions I get from my clients. I'll be hosting these Ask Me Anything episodes at least once a month. If you want your questions featured on a future episode of the Audience Converter podcast, reach out at contact at theaudienceconverter.com. Again, that's at contact at theaudienceconverter.com. And put AMA question in the subject line so I know that that's what you're going to ask. Give me your name, your business website, and your question. If I choose your question, I'll give you a shout out on the show and include your link in the show notes which will give you a little bit of an SEO boost. So again, I'm going to be doing these Ask Me Anything questions at least once a month, and I would love to have your questions to make sure that I am helping you figure out how to take your audience from strangers to loyal fans. So for today, we're going to uh, just dive right on into the questions. Now, one of the top questions I get from my clients all the time sounds a little bit something like this. Will this platform work for me? Now, replace the word platform with, will Facebook work for me? Will Google Ads work for me? Will Medium work for me? Will email marketing work for me? And here's the thing. I want you to realize that marketing is just the way that you get in front of the right people with the right message at the right time, right? Marketing is not a dirty word. It's not a, you know, something you have to do. It's just a a way for you to tell people about what you do and how you can help them. So it's not really about the platform. It's about your message, your audience, and your ability to help your audience go from where they are now to where they want to be. And this is something I really tackle in my 90-minute marketing in a year planning sessions because a lot of people, they have this idea that, you know, there's always new marketing trends, right? There's always something new going on. You know, now, uh, if you looked at the headlines a couple of years ago, it would have been uh, the newest marketing platform you must use to get a 2,000% conversion or something crazy like that. You know, for a while, it was Facebook. Oh, you have to be on Facebook. Now, Facebook's getting a little bit more crowded, so everyone's like, oh, now you need to be on a... Uh, At one point it was Snapchat. Now I think it's a TikTok or uh, another platform like that. And the reality is your platform, okay, the platform doesn't really matter. It's the fact that you need to be crafting a message that speaks directly to your audience about what you do and how you can help them. And a really important thing to keep in mind is that your messaging needs to really speak to your audience in their language. And what I mean by that is, you know, some people have told me, Oh, you know so much about marketing. I, I could never learn as much as you do. And while that may be true, when I speak to people that I work with, I want to make sure that the language I use and how I describe things is at the level they're at. So while I have over four years of experience doing this, I've got tons of certifications, I've been verified as a direct response copywriter. I've been uh, through a lot of uh, training specific to the things that I I focus on, especially for email and Facebook ads. When I'm talking to people who are looking to hire a copywriter or for someone who is looking for help with marketing strategy, they don't know all of those things. All they know is that they have a problem, right? Their problem is, I don't think the copy on my website is very good. Or, you know, I know all this stuff about my business, but I don't know how to say it right so people can understand it. Or, you know, I've used Facebook ads in the past and they haven't worked for me, so I want to try a different way of doing it, right? So these people, the people I work with, my clients, they have a specific problem. And so when I reach out to them, when I talk to people in person, when I talk to people at networking groups, when I get into Facebook groups and communicate with people, when I, you know, create these podcasts or go on podcasts, it's all about What is their struggle? What are they struggling with? And how can I help them? So it's not about the platform, right? I can take my message and uh, publish a, a daily article on LinkedIn if I want to. I can go and do the same on Facebook. I could go into Facebook groups every day and post something about what I do in particular. No matter what method you're using, it's not about the platform, it's about your message and making sure that your message is going to where your audience is. So one of uh, my most memorable early encounters with somebody was they wanted to test out a new marketing platform and they were a dentist. And they said, you know, I, I've heard that Snapchat is the place to be. I want to put all of my money in Snapchat. Now, if you don't know what Snapchat is, Snapchat is another social media platform. And at the time, the average age of a Snapchat user was about 14 years old. I don't know that many 14-year-olds, but I'm pretty sure that most of them are not choosing which dentist to go to. Their parents are choosing which dentist to go to. So the idea of advertising on a platform where the people you're reaching are not the people making that buying decision, that's not a great match for you. Now, if you're talking with a a PTA group or if you're talking about putting up even a, a local flyer on your library or PTA bulletin and you're a dentist, while you can't necessarily track conversions from that, you know that your people, the parents, of uh, young kids who are looking for a pediatric dentist, potentially, that's where they're going to be. So if we're talking about online, you know, where is your audience? Where do they hang out? Is your audience the type of people who want to take initiative and they're just going to post a question in Quora? Great. Spend your time then going into Quora and answering questions related to what you do. Is your ideal audience people who are already on LinkedIn or already on Medium reading content there, then that's a great place for you to test. So really, you know, will the platform work for you? If the platform has your particular audience and you have your message dialed in and the way you use the platform is a way to speak about their struggles and speak about how to fix them, absolutely the platform will work for you. And another part I want to add to this is, do you have the time to tackle a new platform? Or do you have the time to put forth the effort needed to make the platform work for you? So one thing I've noticed is a lot of people realize, oh, social media, I have to be on social media, I have to be on social media, but they don't want to spend days on days on days interacting on social media. They want to automate all of it. They want to uh, have somebody else run it for them, which, you know, if you have a team who's got your voice and who can do the regular interaction that can work for you, But social media, in essence, is social. It's about interacting. So if all you're ever going to do is schedule a bunch of posts and never react to anybody, never answer anyone's questions, never go on there yourself and see if you can uh, answer somebody else who asked the question, then social media is not the platform for you. Because it's about the platform that you have that you can take the time to really interact and do properly. So if you have an email list and you've got the time to, to message them once a week, absolutely email is going to work for you. If you've got the time to interact on social media or you've got the team behind you that can interact on your behalf or on Behalf of the company, then absolutely social media can work for you. But you know, you're never going to get more time, right? If you are swamped already, if the things you're doing are not working for you, but you have no time to try something new, then now is not the time to try a new platform. And that is because if you can't put forth the time, especially at the beginning when trying something new out, you can't really determine if it's a good fit for you or not because you know, you you get in what you put in, right? you get out of it what you put in. So, you know, will this platform work for me? I want you to ask yourself three questions. Whenever you're looking at a new platform, not to say that you shouldn't try out new platforms. There's a a phrase in direct response. You know, if everything is working, you're not testing enough. So always be open to trying new platforms and trying new marketing strategies. Absolutely. But to figure out if the platform is a good place for you to invest your time for the next little while, ask yourself three questions. First, Does my audience already hang out here, right? If you're looking at a social media platform, are there groups related to what you do? Most likely your audience is there then. If it's an association, you know, is that the type of association your audience would belong to? Those kinds of questions. So first, does my audience hang out here? Is there a lot of engagement on this platform now engagement doesn't necessarily mean liking it doesn't necessarily mean uh, Sharing right what it means is do people go to this platform on a regular basis? So do people open their inbox on a regular basis? Well, yes, of course they do so email of course is a great place to start and You know do they consume the content? So, you know, there's lots of different metrics that you can set up to figure this out but essentially If, for example, you join an association and you go to the first two meetings, but there's three people for those two months of meetings, then maybe it's not a good use of your time because uh, there's not a lot of engagement. People belong to the association, but they don't participate in the association. That's a a brief example for you. So, you know, is my audience there? Is the engagement I want there? And then what are they talking about? What are the questions people are asking so that you know what kind of... Of marketing material you need to be creating for that. And what I mean by that is, you know, if there's an association and there are five articles in the newsletter this month about how to make your email work for you, well, clearly that's a concern for the audience that you're speaking with and you can create more content, but they've already got five. So maybe think of something like that's a sidestep for that. So, you know, what's related to email? Maybe you can do something about how to create a better call to action in your emails. It's not necessarily about emails itself, but it's about creating better calls to action. So make sure that the uh, content, the ideas, the topics that you're going to be creating marketing material around are things that your audience is actually asking. All right. So we're going to move on to the next question. And this one is something I get a lot, right? How do I improve open rates? Right? I write a lot of emails for my clients, and many of them have this idea that there's kind of two schools of thoughts here, right? I want to improve open rates, but I also don't want to bother people. I hear this a lot. Many of my clients, they're very wary about bothering their audience, right? I don't want to send out too many messages because I don't want to bother people. So first, I want you to kind of do a little mindset work. And that is, you know, are you really bothering somebody who asked to receive stuff from you? Because if you approach your marketing, if you approach your communication, because email is really a great way, you know, you're in someone's inbox. We have crowded inboxes. So you don't want to approach it from a, oh, maybe if they're interested, you want to approach it from, I want to thank you for letting me into your inbox. And this is how I'm going to help you because I'm going to create really great stuff. So, you know, kind of ditch the idea that you're bothering people, okay? If you are truly bothering someone, they're going to unsubscribe. And if they unsubscribe, that's a great thing for you because they're not a great fit for what you can do. They are not your ideal client. And then you can move on. So. There are two parts to how you can really improve open rates, and for today, I'm just going to to focus on one of them, and that is the new people who come onto your list. So we're not going to really focus on the people who are already on your list because that's a very long-term plan to improve your open rates, but you can improve your open rates going forward, and the best way to do that is to craft a really, truly awesome customer experience when going through your emails. And the best way to do that is once someone signs up for your list to put them through a fantastic, what I call welcome sequence. And that's five messages that are essentially going to do three things. They're going to say who you are, what you do, and why people should keep opening your messages. And basically that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about platforms working for you. People, uh, you know, they may not need a lot, especially if you're giving away a really great free gift that's relevant to them, but they're going to want to know a little bit more about you and they're going to want to know if the material that you send out is worth their time, right? All of us are incredibly, incredibly busy. So I don't know about you. My inbox has a good 10,000 unopened messages from my personal email. My business email, of course, is a little bit more under control. But a lot of people, you know, we get tons and tons of messages daily, countless ones weekly and monthly. So I want to know in those first five messages, is what you send me worth my time to read it? So you want to showcase your value. You want to showcase the experience of working with you and their future experience of getting messages from you by demonstrating how You're going to help them within those five messages. That's your opportunity to tell who you are, what you do, and why they should keep opening those messages. And the reason, of course, they should keep opening your messages is because you're going to give so much great value and give so many benefits by then just taking the time to click open and read, which is also related to a lot of other different things that you can do to improve those five email sequences, but essentially... In order for you to improve your open rates, you have to improve the open rates of your first few messages first, because once you get somebody to open once, they're more likely to open twice. And once they've opened twice, they're more likely to open three times. And from there, of course, it just kind of snowballs. So once you get them to continuously open to know that when you land in your inbox, that's a great thing and they really want to read it. Uh, Once you have shown and showcased your abilities and showcased why you're a great option to open those emails, they are more likely to continue opening your emails when you send them out. Okay. And for our last question that we're going to be covering today, this is kind of my bread and butter. This is the way, this is the area I love to focus on. And, uh, you know, it's a very general question. And that is, why isn't my funnel working? And uh, it's very complex, but an easy place to start is to find your bottleneck. And here's what I mean. A lot of people, they'll look at a funnel and say, okay, you're getting a lot of traffic in. And uh, for those of you who don't know, a funnel is simply an automated way to get people onto your list and then to take an action that you want them to take. So it may be that you simply want them to land on your website and sign up for your email. That can be your entire funnel. It could be you want them to sign up to your email newsletter and then you want them to sign up for a quick strategy call. That's a funnel. Great. Or it could be something a little bit more straightforward and quickly monetized, which could be I want them to sign up for something free and then take a freebie upsell. So then like pay $5 for, you know, the printed book or to get a video series or what have you. Okay. So funnels take a lot of different looks. They're not all the same, but essentially it's just an automated way, a system set in place for you to get somebody to know who you are and take a step that you are wanting them to take. So when I talk about funnels and why uh, someone's funnel isn't working, a lot of people will say, I get a lot of traffic, right? I get a lot of people to come to the beginning step, whether that's your website, an opt in page, uh, a book funnel, whatever it is that we're talking about. I get a lot of people to that first step. And then I don't get a lot of people to the end. But there may be, you know, some of the funnels I gave an example of, there's only one or two steps. But for a lot of funnels, there's many, many more steps and they can take place over 30, 60, 90 days or more. So it's not enough to say my funnel isn't working. You want to know where your bottleneck is. You want to know where you're losing the most people that has the best value to you. So for example, if you know you can close 30% of people on the phone, you need a lot of phone calls and you're getting a lot of people to express interest, but you're not getting people from expressing interest to then opening that first email, or you're getting a lot of people to open that first email, but you're not getting them to the next step. You're getting a lot of people into the emails, they open the emails, but then you're not getting them to sign up, right? So finding your bottleneck is finding the one place where people are kind of getting stuck. Where do most people drop off? And remember, very few people are going to make it to the end of your funnel or going to uh, get that conversion. When we're talking about marketing in general, it is definitely a numbers game that you need to keep in mind. And what I mean by that is, you know, there are industry standards of conversion. So first, you know, know what industry you're in. Right. If you're in marketing, if you're in automotive, if you're in insurance, if you are in course creation, you know what is your industry, and then go and find the standards for industry conversions. Right. So, for example, uh, we were talking about open rates a little bit earlier. The industry standard open rate for marketing people, for people who have a, in general, just a, a marketing area of expertise, it's like eighteen to twenty-five percent. That's a really great open rate. If you can get a quarter of your audience to open any one email you send, that's fantastic. Well, I've created open rates that are around 45 to 50%, which is much, much higher than the industry standard. So what you want to find is the industry standards for each step of your funnel, right? What is the industry standard for an opt-in page? What is the industry standard for uh, downloading even the opt-in that people got, The opt-in people asked for, you know, a lot of people they'll request that free gift, but never take advantage of that free gift. So maybe you need to put a few things in place to make more people take advantage of your free gift, right? So first I want you to look at the industry standards and then see how you compare. Are you about average? Are you below average in some areas? Are there some areas where you do really well, but then other areas you don't? So first part of why isn't my funnel working is you need to find your bottleneck. So that you can then take that next step. And this is something I tackle in my VIP uh, half-day strategy sessions. So you can do the audience conversion method funnel breakthrough sessions. It's a, a half-day with me where we go through your entire funnel. We find your bottleneck and that's only the first step. But it's not enough to just say my funnel isn't working. For a lot of people, they just say, my funnel's not working, so I'm going to scrap the whole thing, and that is not necessarily a step you need to take, and it's a lot of work to create a brand new funnel from scratch. So what I always recommend to people is, first, your funnel's not working because one part isn't up to par. One part hasn't been optimized properly. So first, you want to find that bottleneck, and that's where you want to focus. So why is it my funnel working? Find the bottleneck and that's where the funnel is breaking down. That's where the funnel isn't working. And then you can go through and and start taking steps to fix that. So again, thank you for listening in to the Ask Me Anything special episodes. Once again, I will be doing these episodes once a month and I would love to have your questions. As you notice a lot of these questions today, these are just the common questions that I get from my clients. I would love to give you advice about answers for your business in particular. So please reach out to the Audience Converter podcast at contact at com and put AMA question in the subject line. Give me your name, your business website, and your question. And if I choose to feature you, we'll give you a shout-out on the show and include a link to your website in the show notes so that you can get some personalized help and advice on your own marketing, on your own business and not the generic stuff that a lot of us can find in many, many places online, right? There's so much information, it's a little hard for us sometimes to see exactly how we can apply it in our business. And I would love to help you apply it in yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.